And you, music lover, you're next. <laughs> drunk piano player. You're so drunk you can't hit nothing. In fact, you're probably seeing double. I have two guns, one for each of you. Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. To some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Natty lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. And we're back. Wasn't the Power Moves episode 139? I'm your host, Mike Burns. Gnarly Zach is on assignment. Joining me from beautiful Los Angeles, woo, California, it's B-Dubs Brooks Whelan. What's up, man? That's right. That is back from the original dungeon, back where <laughs> Dusty and the Boys started the whole podcast back in 1962. <laughs> the, uh, the pregame is going to have uh, Scott Bowser on today. Uh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about uh, sports gambling. I'm going to give a. I, I want to do a breakdown, Brooks. Of like, if you're intimidated by DraftKings and just simple stuff, like I was a year ago, it would have been nice if someone just sat me, just gave me a twenty to twenty-five minute. Here's how this works. Here's how these bets work. Because NFL season's yeah. coming up, you're going to want to play best ball. You're going to want to make a little extra scratch, make the games a little more interesting. But we did we did a mini pregame. We didn't um we didn't record any of it. Me and Brooks are, are comparing our bods, our our fa- our weight loss. I'm fit. <laughs> I'm fucking fit right now. Making I'm it fit. Making uh making some real strides. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. I'll tell you what I did do betting. Uh, I made uh 150 bucks on Olympic wrestling. It's the most fun I've ever fucking had in my life. First time you could ever bet on sites about Olympic wrestling. Right. Did Nick. T- podcast get rich nick about it put 600 in got 750 back only lost two weights it was so fucking fun i love betting i'm addicted to it now it's, it's the best it's it's if it's so fun it's it, so fun and i felt like i knew i like because it's olympic wrestling and i gotta be in the top one percent of people in the world who know who have knowledge on olympic wrestling yeah. so i really felt like i had an insight and the bullshit what really sucked is when the lines dropped okay so the lines dropped and i was flying on a plane from iowa to texas and i told summer um i was like yo I got to bet on this now because Gable Stevenson was plus 1,200, meaning bet 100, you get 1,200 back. I was like, this is fucking nuts. I think this guy's going to win. He's just never wrestled a senior level tournament, but he 10 0'd Nick Wisdowski in both of the Olympic trials matches. <laughs> uh, a fucking a world bronze medalist. So I'm like, he's, he's not locked, but for this odds, you bet that. By the time I landed and could put my bet in, he was plus 200, and he did win, and I would have won so much fucking money if I could have just bet at that moment. You, is it his first name is Gable? I'm, I'm guessing named after Dan Gable. So he's, it is, yep. So he's a yeah. legacy. He's been groomed for this since he was, a, since he was born, essentially. Yeah, I mean, he's off. He's 21. He won heavyweight. You will, if he will be either, he's probably going to be wrestling for the WWE this year. Like he still has two more years of college eligibility, right? but he, yeah, you'll, dude, he rocks. 
he fucking rocks. And I knew it. And I won money on it. I love betting. That was my whole, the, the Olympics were, I, I, you won't find this hard to believe. I love them. I, I know people think they're dumb. I fucking love them. Well, one of the events is your football. So it's, yeah, it is literally the only thing, the, my, the only sport I know anything about and follow the pinnacle is the Olympics. And it is so fucking fun. Well, you learned a real, uh, real naughty thing of taking something that you love already, like you already love it. And now you've learned that you can make money while you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> the best part too was Vatterot and Turner and Rutherford all put their bets in with me. So like we're on this text chain and I'm like, yo fucking said you live has Snyder in the finals. This is a repeat of the 2018 Paris world finals. He fought, it wasn't in Paris. I forget where it was. He, he lost it. But either way, it, like a text chain with friends who all have money on it was so fun. Yeah. Betting with someone else, betting with a buddy. Like that's what mm -hmm. I did for the NCAA tournament. I bet with CJ Sullivan the whole time. So it was just, you know, you're back and forth. It's you're you're it's both. So it's it's you you both have the same money on the same thing, dude. Okay, and when and you also, win, oh we. So wait, okay, so hold on. So I would I would record them because the finals were on about four a.m. Pacific time. Uh, I I wouldn't look at my phone. I wouldn't look at Twitter. I wake up and I'd watch them. So it was live to me. Um, I'm so like you know. And then I call my brothers after I'm all jacked up. Uh, I wake up look at my phone uh don't go on twitter don't go on instagram my oldest brother this is an opposite of a shout out to brad whelan texts <laughs> gable all caps he had a takedown in the he was down fucking three with six seconds left in one i knew he won because my stupid fucking brother already if i wouldn't have known that it would have been so exciting oh, so you didn't you got you got it spoiled <laughs> He spoiled it. You got bet spoiled. There was a dev. It was awesome. It was great. All right. How are you doing, Mike? How's Michigan? I am great. I had a uh, fantastic week last week. I went to the Detroit area for mm -hmm. a little a little uh, Tuesday bowling rendezvous. And that Wednesday, I met up with Vince. Vince was in town on a covert operation, just hanging out, t hanging out with like a homie here and there. We went and golfed in the morning. Then we went to this bar called Miller's in Dearborn, which is a honor system cheeseburger bar, super old school. You, when you're done, when you're done eating, like he he treated, he went up. Go, you go up to the cashier and you say, and he said six uh, uh, Canadians and uh, six we, we had, uh, six Molson Canadian beers, and then we each had uh, a fry and an onion ring and a and a double cheese, and he, you just tell him that. And that's what mm -hmm. you owe. There's no. I sent you. No question. I sent you. I, I sent you. I went to a similar bar at the Kern River yeah. where it was let us know. And I sent it to you. I go, I found the Midwest in California. It's so <laughs> fucking fun. You almost feel like you should you should pay more. Like, uh, well, um, I only had six beers, but I should say I had 10 just because because I don't know. And I want to be fair. And they're like well, two if bucks. You, if you steal from a place like that people get to beat your legs, right? They get to hold you down and wail on your legs. And you should assume that a place like that, that is so low key and generous and, and, and lets you do that sort of thing. You should just assume that somebody is watching and their sole job is to meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. I believe uh, you owe Miller's another $10 and uh, I'm going to need 20 for me or uh, 
I'll break your legs and slash your tires. Uh, oops, I already slashed your tires for the, for the insult. Love it. Love it. Um, all right, let me think. Oh, I did lose fifty. I did lose from my dad real quick. A little gym catch up. Yeah, I just I did lose fifty bucks on the Tigers game, <laughs> and because oh. I just put fifty on it, I'm like, you know, it'll make the game more fun. In this instance, you know, we were tuned up enough that it it was still fun, and I forgot all about the fifty dollars. But then the next day, I went to the bar to watch the afternoon game in um in uh, Royal Oak, and uh, they just slaughtered, <laughs> and it's like. You know, you can't win for losing. Married, speaking of baseball, speaking of the Midwest, my dad sends me this text. I feel like he's aware that I'm writing a show about him, and he's he's going above and beyond to do crazy shit lately. He's leaning uh, in. He's leaning in. Because he in goes. this instance, it's not like usually where you're just getting all the attention. Now he's involved. And I bet he thinks there's some way he's going to get money out of this. Like it's, I mean, ba- dude, if, it's, it's based if on me. Happens, I, I'll full, I, I will fully pay. I will fully give everyone involved money. Uh, okay. So he goes, I got kicked out of my senior league softball game. today. <laughs> 60 plus you gotta be 60 plus. He goes, told the umpire to use his fucking eyes. And he ran me. I don't know what that means. Then he goes, then he got mad and left. I thought I should get to play when he left, but the fucking league president said no. <laughs> so my dad got an umpire to quit and then they wouldn't let him keep playing. Wow. And he's good. He hits like two home runs a game. He's like the best player in the league by far. He's in good shape for his age. Yeah. Most- and he's really good at baseball. He fucking cracks them. Most 60 plus guys in Iowa are uh, dumpster fire human beings. It's no right. offense if you're not, 60 plus. They're not in legging Iowa. out triples. No, no. Well, he's got all that. Uh, he's got all that uh, stamina built up from sleeping in the fireworks tent. Like softball yeah. games, cakewalk to him. <laughs> See what I do oh, at work. He lives in a sweat lodge. Uh, <laughs> all leaned out. Abs, are, old man abs are all ripped. One hundred percent. Okay, so that's. Oh, and I just got back from Mexico. I just spent five days in Todos Santos, and uh, I'll tell you what. That's the, that's the place you want to go in Mexico. It's an hour north of Cabo. You fly round trip, 200 bucks to Cabo, rented a car, not expensive, 20 bucks a day. Stay at this place, La Bohemia, 150 bucks a night. Really nice, right in the middle of this like cool, sleepy beach town uh, where tacos are great. And then guess what? Guess what happened? So we're walking. There's a place called Todos Santos Brewery. We walk past it. I'm like, oh, let's go in. It's trivia. It's trivia. And I'm like, oh, dope. Let's play some trivia. It's in English. Can't believe it. The subject is Olympics. <laughs> five for five on rounds. Meaning when we left and I drank in there for a while, it was American. How much I owed? $7. I owed $7 <laughs> after because I won all five rounds, which was like free appetizer right. round, free drinks another round. One was like a free cocktail. Dude, I was just... And like everyone in there was like, he's using his phone. He's using his phone. I'm like, no, I'm just Rain Man for Olympic facts. <laughs> I just I, know like, this crap. <laughs> in 1996, I got a, a Sports Illustrated for Kids book about the Olympics. And I read it probably 30 times. And it somehow still clinks around up in here that I'm like, yeah, St. Louis hosted the 1904 games, but they lasted until 1906 because they had the World's Fair that year. Like, and that's... Like, of course I know that. It was so fun. Everything worked out so good. Naturally, I flew too close to the sun. 
Um, Trevor Noah passed away. Didn't really deal with that. Trevor Noah passed away? And yeah, then I you know, cried Noah. really hard Trevor. for on Summer's birthday. Just cried for a long time. Uh, I'm, but, s- I'm sorry, but Trevor Moore would, I think, really appreciate that you remembered him as Trevor Noah. <laughs> hmm. You said Trevor Noah. I know, but he would like that. He would like Trevor Moore passed away. Hilarious guy. And he was on on your uh, your pod. He did my podcast. Yeah, he right? did my podcast a few days Monday. before. Um, it was one uh, of the, it was a very very I feel bad sad. That I, said Trevor. No, I was just I was going to that. Yeah, it's I'm close. just saying like it sucked. It sucked because like here's what sucked. And I talked about my podcast, and then we'll go on. I Trevor Moore is a cool guy who's always been in our orbit. You were my book. We have a lot of friends who are very close friends with Trevor Moore. Right. Yeah, he was and part I, of like the every time I hang out, Thursday every time night I hang out with him, he burger rocks. crew. Yeah, he's, a, he's he was around. He rocks. And so we hung out Monday, uh, and we uh, during that was when I was like, let's be better, like let's make this friendship way better. And then he fucking passed away, and I did not handle it great. Uh, but I don't know how you're supposed to handle something like that. Well, when you're all hyped up and riding, sometimes something like that hits, and it just it's 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 a brick wall. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like oh, it's like reality breaks for a second. Like I. I, I, I saw it on Twitter and then other people I texted them and they're like, yeah, that's, you know, this blah, 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 blah. And I just I don't know how to process it. You know, I'm by myself. Usually this would be a situation where you meet up and you have some beers and you talk about the guy. And like I just sat and stewed with this information. And I was luckily in a in a good sober place because those are the things that really snap me when when someone passes away. And if I'm hungover or inebed or that it's just so much, so much worse. Yeah. I think for me, for the reason I snapped was it was summer's birthday. Like I found out in the morning and it's her birthday. And, uh, you know, I love my girlfriend and I want it to be a good day. So I'm not trying to be a bummer. Yeah. So I was really pushing it down. I'm like, yo, this sucks. This sucks. But like, let's have a nice fun day. This sucks, but let's have a nice fun day. And cut to, uh, that's going to snap mm-hmm. at, 11 p.m. Right. When that that sweet 11 p.m., that first bottle of red wine, what have you, uh, opens mm-hmm. the door to the to feelings town. And yeah, yeah, that's that's rough. And that's rough. And if, if you haven't uh, uh, if you're not familiar with uh, Trevor Moore's body of work, please, you know, start with the uh, whitest kids, you know, sketch show. If you have if you and I assume if you listen to the show, you're probably familiar. But if well, you it's not even what I learned when it, I mean, yeah, listen to my podcast. He really goes through everything he did. He really was like a little, a comedy Forrest Gump where he started a public access show. Then, you know, he, it got put on a religious network. He gets fired from the religious network. Uh-huh. He's doing crazy jackass stuff where they were like, they would knock on nursing home doors and, and it was a game show called, Are They Still Here? And they would hope they would walk. They were doing crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah. This is on this religious Charlottesville show. So then he goes to New York, gets into stand-up, starts Whitest Kids. And then like comes out here, makes the movie Miss March, which is fucking nuts. Then he acts on a show and he talks about how it wasn't really that fun or fulfilling acting. Then he made this prank show on Disney forever and he was going out with all this other stuff. They also wrote a Whitest Kids You Should Know cartoon that they're going to fucking make now. Like the dude made so much shit. Low key like, too. Not just one thing. It was crazy how much different stuff the dude made. Right. Very multifaceted, very multi-talented. But I think that's a real testament to someone like that when 
you don't realize all the stuff they did because they weren't throwing it in everybody's face all the time. No, just he like, never once told, he didn't talk about it for once. You know, I had no idea until he did my pot. It was like so enlightening. It was awesome. Yeah. I, I remember seeing him do stand up on television and it's like, I didn't, I don't, I only remember seeing him do stand up a couple times because he wasn't out getting in your face about it. He's just like, yeah, I'm super good at this too. Really special yeah. guy. Really special guy. Big loss. Big loss. You know. Nightmare. Nightmare. Uh, then, but then guess what? I did stay at the fanciest hotel I've ever stayed in in my life. Um, it's called Hotel San Cristobal. $800 a night in Mexico. Wow. Yeah. Wow, must be doing quite well. <laughs> no, I'm not. And that I will. It was for the ladies B-Day. Uh, she wanted to try it. It's this like boutique famous hotel. Mm -hmm. I said, okie dokie, we split it. It's not like I even got it for her, for her birthday, but um, I it was highly, it was neat. Oh. Uh, the, mid, the Midwestern in me was like, there's not even a fucking TV in here for 800 bucks. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, watch the Olympics. It, was like, it, was, it was fine. I will never stay there again, ever. Uh, it's worth, I don't know. In my Iowa brain, three hundred bucks a night. I was gonna say three hundred because you yeah. se you sent me a, a video of it, and it looked fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. But once you dropped the no TV thing on me, I'm like, I don't know, man. Nice or not, at the end of the day, you know whether you come back to the hotel late. I mean, the TV's gonna go on. <laughs> just, yeah. just got a little something, a little little taste yeah. for daddy, a little taste. Mm -hmm. A little, a little up the nose of the television, right into my yeah, brain. Not, not worth it. But you know, fun. What's but the, the place if you ever do go to Toto Santos is La Bohemia. That place worth the money. Very cool. Uh, little six, like six little bungalows. It was it was dope. Also, it's you know a, a lot of that was eight hundred dollars. Those go towards the sentiment, the gesture to the lady. Uh, like, hey, this is. I'm willing to go the extra mile to make you happy, you know. I'll tell you who's cool. Everybody stayed at La Bohemia. I'll tell you who I wanted to knock the fuck out. Everybody at San Cristobal. They were just like a bunch of just like one dude. I <laughs> This one guy, man, you would like this. Uh, he's being like, you know, the loud guy in the pool asking a lot of questions. Like, where are you guys from? Like from L.A. or whatever. He's like, yeah, I'm Houston. That goes well. It always goes well when you tell someone you're from Los Angeles. I don't think I've ever been anywhere and told someone I was, yeah, I just moved from Los Angeles. Or, yeah, I lived in Los Angeles. No one is ever like, oh, fuck, yeah, man, L.A. is cool. <laughs> no one has yeah. ever, ever said that. This guy's like, I live in Houston. I think about moving to Austin, you know, and I just go, I mean, they're both Texas, so <laughs> I guess. Uh, I was like, I don't, what do you mean? He was like, just telling us how LA sucks. I'm like, you're trying to pick between two Texas towns. And one of them, no offense, is Houston. And that one fucking sucks. See, it's I, like, you live in a big mall. Houston's a big mall. Congratulations. And you're not sure if you want to leave to go to the only maybe nice town in Austin? Dude, I was doing shows in Austin and I realized Austin's tagline should be not keep Austin weird. It should be Austin still Texas. It's still like, as cool as it wants to be. It's still fucking Texas. And it's not that cool. It's fun. It's neat, but it's still Texas. Brooks Whelan's uh, thoughts and uh, opinions are not reflective of the power moves program. <laughs> <laughs> I was there, man. I had a great time, but like, it's, 
you know, certain points you're like, oh, fuck, this is still Texas. I love the aggression. I love the aggression. And I, I, I love it because, you know, we have a mindset of take down everyone. <laughs> Talk trash. Just any state you can really yeah, light I up. Was, I mean, I was trash. Uh, <laughs> Los Angeles is a goddamn nightmare. Uh, I was jogging today. Two guys were smoking, smoking crack pipes. Uh, <laughs> Coming off the five on the Los Feliz Boulevard on that place, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Across from the car three, uh-huh. where people hang out and they throw their trash and they ask for money, they're also openly smoking crack pipes now, like big ones, like yeah. a bong of crack. So this town's a nightmare too. And that and that's where I lived before. And it was when I moved in there, when I moved out of uh Shake Casa uh Burns Brooks. Casa I, del de la Sol. <laughs> Oh yeah, I Casa del Sol. I forgot. I move. I I moved there, and that whole neighborhood was just. Oh my God, this is spotless. There's there's no one smoking crack. There's no one taking dumps on the sidewalk. There's nice shops. And then in a couple years, and then especially through COVID, it just went wild and turned into the pure chaos state of of the rest of it. I jogged. I jogged on the beach, so I'm I'm running a lot right now, and I had to run like 16 miles. I was like, I'm just gonna go down to the beach and do it. 16 miles. Yeah, and I was like jogging through Venice. In the middle of my run, I tried to hold my breath because, like, I'm because I was like, there's this is a COVID cloud. There's uh-huh. so many, not just not homeless people in the sense of like, hey, you know, they're down on the luck. Mean people who sell drugs. And yeah. do crazy stuff. I accidentally peeked in one of the tents that was open. I didn't like what I saw. And it just like, <laughs> just like straight up heroin. Like, look, it's just wild, man. LA is nuts right now. I can only imagine. And it's not going to stop. This is going to get worse. It's only going to get worse until someone does something about it. But, you know, what's that? What's that something going to be? knows uh, who's to say i have i whenever i've walked and, and we, we say oh, what is it houseless houseless not homeless they got they got they got a tent they're not that's their home i when you when you look in there you i do still have when you walk by a a, a a person's tent on the street i still have the same weird feeling as if i walked by someone's apartment like if you live in a bigger apartment building and you and you look in and you you see those people all the time and then you see their actual house it just gives me it. No matter what, I'm like, oh my! They have a cat litter box in the fucking living room. What the fuck is this? What is? Yeah, what dude. is that pile of trash in there? Oh, and you just you take this mental snapshot because you can't stare, so you just gotta get one like good stare at it, like just real split second, and then you just digest that. What the fuck was going on there? Was that a rat pile? <laughs> they have oh, rats dude. in there. Hold on, I'm gonna show you. Uh, I'm gonna show you real quick what's. Remember the uh, rat pile across the our next who, next to Casa del del Sol, mm-hmm, the yeah. rat pile with all the computers in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they knocked it down. Check. I'm going to show you a video. Show you a, a little. Hold on. Uh, Is it gone? Because you showed me them tearing it down. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. And now it's. I think they're drilling for oil. It's a fucking. The house constantly shakes. It's just a nonstop shaking. Uh, oh. It is. Crazy. I remember something like that. I remember yeah. that they were, it wasn't to build something. They were going to do something weird. Dude, it's bad. How, it sucks. I just like live at Summers now. How is, 
how is uh, the upstairs and other neighbors of uh, Casa de, oh. del Sol taking all this? The, the worst, it's so, it, they don't like it at all. They're reasonable. Also, I haven't told you I got a new roommate. I have a roommate that is the coolest guy I've ever been roommates with, including you, Mike. What? What? His name's Zach. He's from Perth. He rocks. Okay. He just went to New York and saw Guns N' Roses. That's how cool Zach is. I, I can't compete with Perth. I'm not. You can't. I can't he compete rocks. with I'm going to see Guns N' Roses with AIDS Clown in, uh, on September 16th in Chicago at Wrigley Field. I'm, pr- I'm pretty cool. I'm like, I'm no Zach. You're very cool. I know Perth. But- I'm a little, yeah. I'm a, I'm a little more strawberry pasty skinned. Sometimes I gain a little weight, and I don't, you know. But you know, right now I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling. You look great. I gotta see um, this Zach guy. I'm gonna look him up. <laughs> he rocks. He's got a cool mustache. Oh come he's on! Very, yeah, he's very nice. I'm gonna Google okay, Zach also, from Perth. <laughs> dude, guess what's rocking this weekend? Speaking of concerts, uh, so my buddy Kelsey's the lead singer of Local Natives, right? Yeah. They're playing the Greek Saturday. I hit him up. He tossed me six tickets. So we're tailgating. My buddy Jared and my other friend, Jared's coming in from Chicago. Eric's coming in from Denver. Uh, and then a crew of us are tailgating the lawn and then walking up to watch my friend headline the fucking Greek. It's so fun. You're drinking on the lawn. I thought- We're drinking are you, on the lawn, are you tailgating go- on the lawn, and then walking to the Greek to see- Local Natives, which is a band I like, and my friend is awesome, and it's going to be so fun. They have great songs. I thought you meant you were going. I thought maybe you were going to go up to the Greek and like sit on the actual like uh, uh the back of your car and drink. I'm like, don't do that. Don't you can walk home. Don't bring your car to get hammered at the concert. We're, yeah, we're tailgating in the lawn. We're 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 doing some lawn beers, grilling, and then walking to the Greek, which is like the funnest thing ever. You can't beat it. That was that was maybe the nicest thing was to be able to walk up to that park in the Greek from the crib. Mm-hmm. But you're not there that often. So Zach from Perth is is uh he's got the whole crib to himself. He does. Are you still in the same bedroom? Did he oh, take yeah. my? He took mine. He, and he, it looks great. Forever, forever burns is the burn sweet. True, the burn <laughs> I, sweet. I should send, I'm going to send you and Zach a nice plaque. One of those, like you put on your desk, the burn yeah. sweet. And I'll tell him you gotta, you gotta tape this to the door like you did on yours and then tear it off. And then all the paint <laughs> just <laughs> tears. Yeah, there's a bunch of paint not on my door. You still have, there's paint missing from your door from when you slammed it a bunch one night all wasted. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot of fragile uh, areas of the apartment. It's it's from, <laughs> that apartment has not been touched since 1832. <laughs> no, the, the, Pantera, the Pantera uh, fucking oven is still rocking. Vulgar display of oven. Yeah, the Pantera oven is nice. That was that's like one of those things you can't take with you. I'll probably never be able to. I'll never live anywhere again where I'm going to have a Pantera oven. You gotta- Pantera oven's pretty nice. Uh, I have really upped the um, the the amount of uh, plants in here now is is bordering on jungle. Uh, it's nice. I like it. Um, so I got that going on. So it, that's what I've been up to. It was thick when I when I left. Is there been an, is it increased or those probably uh, all grew? It's everywhere. I'll show you real quick. Hold on. Let me, mm, I don't know if this, yeah, this will work. Okay. 
Hold on, because uh, so I'll give you a little tour. So we got those guys back there. Oh, I love this cribs vibe. Found that on the found that on the street, if you can believe it. Oh, it's a nice snake plant. I love those. Very yeah, good. Summer gave me this guy. He's been rocking pretty hard. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, you need to yeah. name these. They need names. Barry. Well, that's Jack. That one's Jack. There you go. That one's Jack. This this one is just a street plant. Um. This one is, uh, I don't know yet. I just got him. He's pretty fun. Oh, that's, a, um, that's nice. That's a, Yeah, he's cute. Is that a lily? Is that going to bloom? I think that's a I don't lily. know. He's cute as hell. Summer just gave me this guy. It's big as fuck. Look at all this jungle we got going on over here. Oh, yeah. You, you've changed it a little bit. You brought King Kong out into the living room. Yeah, King Kong lives in the living room. We he, got he makes sense all, all sorts of jungle. money plants. We got this guy's uh, Gary. Yeah. We're rocking and rolling. This is your old plant that you real that you know is still living. Yeah, it's it's doing okay. That one always had a problem for some reason, but it's it's it, it it's, needs to be repotted. It needs to be on a bigger plant. What else kicking. do you got going on? Do you got any last summer hurrahs, Burns? I what did. is the last summer hurrah for Burns? Um, I am. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a nice big golf outing at the end of uh at the end of this month, and then uh in the beginning uh nfl week one i'm gonna go to my buddies in grand rapids and i'm gonna stay there saturday we're gonna golf sunday we're gonna watch red zone all day i'm gonna stay we're gonna be garbage people and then golf again on monday and then watch monday night football and then on tuesday i'm gonna go to aids clown in chicago and just keep rocking and rolling until i do a uh we're gonna do uh GNR on the 16th and I think currently scheduled is live power move show at Lincoln Lodge in Chicago on the 17th and Brooks I gotta tell you I gotta tell you I I'm terrified for for this this duration for going from Saturday all the way to Saturday so I already told my buddy I said look man you better give a heads up to the wife to set, get the burn suite uh, prepared I might be stopping through Grand Rapids on the way to crash out for an extra day. If I get too sleepy, that's that's five and a half hours, Brooks. That's that's rough. Yeah. That's rough. I mean, especially on a... if you have to sleep in your car because Jesse Pop locked you out. <laughs> Which you can hear the full details of that on uh, last week's episode. Brooke, uh, Vince and I recorded a show from uh, the hotel that we stayed in and Incredible. really broke down the entire uh the entire car sleeping debacle in grand detail. If you haven't checked that out yet, I will check it out. <laughs> I, I got, um, I got nothing. The, the, the Mexico trip was it for me. I got, I'm working on my, my TV show that I sold right now. That it, that's it. But, uh, I do have Kyle Mooney's wedding next, next Saturday, which is on my birthday. Oh no! That's that's a t that's a you know that's a lot of people I don't need to be drunk around. Uh, yeah, so. you you do you think you might have a few cocktails on your birthday though, Brooks? Maybe you know, and I, there's gonna be a lot really of a lot of fun people really there. Get back in Lauren's face. <laughs> oh, is oh yeah because oh it's. Yeah, it, it'll is literally it, just be every every trigger I have in my life will be at Kyle's at Kyle's wedding. Wow, is this in is this in uh 
in Los Angeles. In LA. Yeah. It'll be really fun. It's a small wedding, but I'm, I'm, and I'm really excited. I can't, you know, I love Kyle. You're in a good, um, but you have uh, slight anxiety. You're like, in, I feel like you should. You're in a good headspace, but these are the situations where bad headspace Brooks, uh, gets into a lot of trouble and then yeah, comes summer, home and say summer's uh, big on um hey psycho like uh <laughs> you can't get drunk at that and i was like i know i do know that burns, burns i think i did some bad stuff i said some things i don't want to talk yeah, about it, it i just yeah, put a blanket like, over my like head when che and jost hosted the fucking emmys and i went <laughs> That was Brooks in a bad headspace, and that was Brooks getting in grills. Uh, that's when John Ham, just in the middle of me blabbing at him, just walked away, and he wasn't wrong. And Tim Robinson told me, "Look, I think you should go home." Uh, and he was he, then, as I was going to go home, I was like, "He's right." Uh, Will Forte got there, and he was he was having fun too. So then I was like, "Well, Forte's rocking. Brooks gets to keep rocking too." And uh, that's in the morning. I was just like, "Burns, I think I said a lot of crazy stuff last night." Did you did you get in Lauren's face too? Was Lauren at this? He was, but I uh, I was just hanging out with Che, and uh, he came over and talked to Che, and I was just I'm not even going to try to talk to him. I, I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't try to. I think I I told Tim I was like I'm gonna go talk to Lauren and Tim Tim Robinson's a really great dude. He had my back. He's like I don't think that's a great idea. Right? <laughs> that's pretty good, Tim Even Robinson too. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. That's... I don't think. I don't. I don't think so, buddy. I don't think. I think you might want to go home. It's sometimes someone needs to tell you that. I wish. Yeah. I, I wish. I good friends. That's what friends are for. They're like, look, you're great. This is not the time. The problem is, is that these are situations, those are situations where everyone is not out of control. Most of the parties I've been to, everyone has probably been worse, or at least in the early uh, mid mid 2000s, early 2010s. Everyone I knew was probably way off the rails and very possibly uh, far beyond gone than I was. So no one no one was keeping track of bad behavior, but there was also no one to tell you, hey man, you probably you shouldn't probably smoke that weed because it's 3 a.m. and you can't see right now. <laughs> no, this'll fix it. This'll fix it. <laughs> it's it's so strange how the whole landscape of Los Angeles, the Los Angeles comedy scene has changed and I think a combination of it is because of uh, quarantine and COVID, but also I, I don't know if the new generation has these massive house parties every weekend or everyone's birthday is some massive party. Like, was that still happening before COVID or, or, or did we just get old and that didn't, that wasn't a big thing anymore. I think we're old. People still have to be getting fucked up. I don't know. I think like, these young, like millennial type, woke kids i don't know if they if they're if maybe they just don't drink like i can see that being a thing like oh no none of us drink uh we're just gonna play uh jenga and like um you know do some dmt or some drug like later on in the evening we just we just we just do dmt we don't we're not some booze bags we don't drink we don't we don't shotgun beers like a maniac person oh dude rutherford was telling me uh he um for He's like, for Kyle's bachelor party, I didn't go. Uh, um, but Rutherford was like, I haven't 
um, beer bong to beer in 15 years. And it's so fun. I, I have, when's the last time you beer bong to beer? This is great. Two episodes ago. Oh, I, really? I said this same thing and I estimated it was 13 years for me. And mm-hmm. we had the, the boys reunion, like all the, all my football guys, all my Saginaw guys, we have like a big reunion every July. We didn't have it last year, obviously. And someone brought over a beer bong. So we did, we, we bonged a bunch of beers and Ooh. brother butts is exactly correct. You forget how fast they go down and how, how like in my head, you know, cause I just, I chug beers sometimes for funsies. I, it's really painful and it hurts and it's, it's difficult. You, you've indulged Brooks, but beer bongs are something that I'm so glad <laughs> That like we didn't have in this apartment. I haven't owned one. It hasn't just been lying around. Like, oh, maybe get that out. Just give that a whirl. We got a couple boys over for the lawn beers and chug. It is. It's irresponsible, and it's it's smoother than you remember. It goes. It is. It, it's gone. Like I forgot that it's not like chug 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 chug. It's, it's not just like shotgunning. Like shotgunning, you have to do work. No, you, you know, blink. You, you have to like. Okay, but yeah, beer bong, dude, I learned how to beer bong on a canoe trip one time in high school, and I got so drunk, I couldn't sit in the canoe, and they just tied a rope to me and put a life jacket on, and I just floated <laughs> behind the canoe, roaming up for the rest of the trip. I was just barfing all over myself, because I, I'd never drank, at that point, 10 beers before, right? and put down 10 beers in like fucking 30 minutes you're blackout drunk you're dizzy yeah. you're dizzy pukey gross drunk mm-hmm. i do remember the last time i did beer bongs was i did beer bongs man i was at sean green's house with that pool remember that big house with the oh, pool that gosh. Was, i remember i had the spins of that pool a few times it was it was heaven though that for those parties were fantastic that crew yeah, was, was so nestled right up against the 101 uh-huh and I just saw a, a picture today. I was looking for something. I saw a photo of me and you uh, hanging out shirtless, looking mad hot. And oh, yeah. at that party, I was doing like three, four beers at a time. And cause I'm, I'm a rock and roll guy. I drink a rock and roll beers. I don't need a fucking, yeah, put four in there. And they had one of those with the, the hose that was like 10 feet long. And someone would stand up on the concrete wall. And I just kept. I was like, put another one in there. It's so fast. I could drink a million beers. And I remember walking home from that and like my left foot went numb for some reason because I was sitting weird in a lawn chair and I had to like drag my club foot behind my behind my uh, my body. And I was like, maybe I had a stroke. I don't know. I don't want to know about it. I sat, I pinched a nerve and for like a whole day I could couldn't feel that foot because I was so bombed out that I sat there in some one of those old like lawn chairs, you know, with the with the webbing and the metal. And it like it pinched the back of my leg. <laughs> I just had this numb foot. And I was like, yeah, maybe shouldn't do beer bongs anymore. Hey, you're recording this, right? Yeah. OK, <laughs> I just made sure because I was like, I'm not recording this. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, no, it's being recorded. Okay. So, okay, great. So anyway, on the show, I do with Snowman because Snowman's got a pool. So I've become the the new Brooks of uh, you taking over your pool. I'm coming over to your pool. And I understand now, Brooks, because I don't have a pool anymore. But there's one down the street and it's 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 a couple turns and bang, I'm there. 
and it's yeah. there's always people hanging out and it's it's like a hey come on over like whenever you want you don't gotta call you don't gotta text just come you told the wrong person that because it's hot as fuck in michigan brooks it's today it's so it's so thick you just you can feel the air with your hand you have to like wipe it off your face and there's nothing that fixes it except for going to that real refreshing pool so i've been making <laughs> making my home there when I got to Iowa, I went for like a, a six mile run. And then um, I was like, okay, now I'm going to shower and then bop over to my you know, parents' house, say what's up. I forgot you don't stop sweating for five hours after you work out in the Midwest. Oh, you see me chugging this water. It's because yeah. I went to the gym and I you can't I, stop sweating. I can't I was stop. Like, I, I was soaked through my shirt two hours later. I'm inside in the air conditioning. It's a it's 69 degrees in here. My back is just still just dumping out water. And if you don't drink enough water in this kind of situation, it's you're you're a dead man. You're really screwed. Oh, so yeah. let me tell you this. So we're tap I'm taping the show with Snowman. And I and this happens on the show, but I don't break it down because it's happening in real time. Snowman, so I'm like, all right, we got it. Let's do one beer. I like, I'll bong a beer at the end of the show because it's still sitting there. I see it on the picnic table. I'm like, everything's cleaned up, but the beer bong. And like, I'm gonna do one beer at the end, stone sober, empty stomach, and just to see like uh, a clear head of. It was, it, no, it's, it's it's in it's instant. It's like getting a shot. It's in your arm. It's just beep and it's gone and it's done. So Snowman's got to pee real bad, but I'm like, look, dude. We have 30 seconds left on the show, and he's standing up doing the pee-pee dance, grabbing his wiener, and he's like, I got, I got, I got, I'm like, come on, just go get the bong. He's like, no, 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 I gotta go, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take a leak, I gotta take a leak, and, I, and he just walks over to his house, and, and he's taking a whiz on the, like, in this bay window that looks out on the pool, and no one's been outside, and immediately he starts doing this. His daughter comes out with his sickly dog, uh, Gritty, who's not doing so hot, needs to get carried out to go potty in the backyard. And his, and his, uh, his daughter uh, looks over and just his dad is just clear as day, standing there facing her, pissing on the house. And he starts freaking out. And she makes the worst stink face at him, just like, oh, oh. Hey, honey, go in the house. Go in the house. <laughs> and he starts walking along the house, and she's still like, what the fuck? And he just, you see this pee line go all the way across the house. And he's and he had to go real bad because had, we had, like, a bunch of bush lights while we recorded. He can't stop himself. This, You know, of course, can't pinch it off. His wife comes out, and I just see her face took her, come around the corner and, and go, what the fuck? And just hands up and just shakes her head slams the door goes back in so i'm like oh shit i don't want to be here for this backlash i don't want any part of this it's gonna i don't want this put on me i didn't have anything to do i didn't pee on the house so we do a beer bong i take it i'm like all right i gotta go snowman good luck with it i guess he didn't get in any any trouble though snowman's pretty teflon but yeah peeing outside and the peeing outside in the midwest fine but it's broad daylight like you, you, and, and broad yeah. daylight, you've only had like broad, 
Broad daylight and no tree is a bad combo. Yes. Also, it's a massive backyard with like there's all kinds of places you could have ran off and hid. But because I was like, dude, just hurry up. Let's get the fucking thing done and let me bong this beer. He's like, I'll just fucking go over here on the house. Incredible. I've never seen I've never seen such shock in someone's face seeing their old man pissing on their own house at five o'clock in the afternoon. Oh boy. That'll bring me joy for a long time. Thing. One time one time I was driving back from uh, the Kern and this is during COVID and I had to pee and I was I, in my head I always stop and pee at the, this in and out and I had to pee so bad. And you know how it it comes it like it's like a magnet. Uh-huh. When you know you're getting close, it oh, gets worse. It's worst, worse, worse. So I'm, I'm like, I got to piss, I got to piss. And I run to go into in and out right by the grapevine. And uh, nobody can go in, COVID. I didn't think about it. So I run back to the parking lot and I just pee next to my car. Sure. And there's, I don't even think about it. Cause it's like, you know, my brain is in fucking fight, fight or flight. It's floating. Yeah. And then so I pee right next to a guy. I don't realize there's a dude and his girlfriend in the car eating in and out. Sitting the guy goes, the guy goes, nice dick, man. I go, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm dying. I'm dying. I couldn't. Thank you. Should have gave, yeah. gave him a thank you. I had this uh, problem on the way back from los angeles from la to michigan because it was COVID, and i would pull off some cities had you could go inside some couldn't who fucking knows but i went into some seedy areas where like my brain was floating i'm you know like you're driving with your back straight trying to like stretch your bladder out like if i just extend myself and i'm not all hunched over mushing it down and i pull up to a mcdonald's and be like it's locked there's like i and i can't piss in this parking lot this is a like bad part of new mexico or something if someone pulls up and is doesn't like me i'm a dead man i'm getting getting stuffed in a trunk it's a it's a complete nightmare but thankfully now you can go inside a lot of places brooks you want to uh, finish up with our media suggestions let's do some power grooves my song of the week is dawn of the dead by does it offend you yeah off their 2008 album, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. Short-lived band, incredible song. This is a this is a this is a must listen. This is a must listen for your Thursday, your Friday, your Saturday. Uh, enjoy it. Dawn of the Dead by Does It Offend You? Yeah, Brooks, what you listening to? Well, I'm literally uh, after I like get done, I got a shower and stuff. Then I'm going to. I got into rock climbing, by the way, so I'm gonna go rock climbing and then i'm going to amoeba to get thin lizzy records because i don't know what i've been up to but i have not been listening to as much thin lizzy as i should be so i've been blasting cowboy song by thin lizzy it's so fun you you know that's my favorite song of all time you i did not know that you don't listen you're not you're not you don't listen and retain that is well-known fact Cowboy song is hands down my favorite song of all time. It is my funeral song. It's fabulous. It's my power groove. It's my power groove. That's why we're friends, okay? Yeah. Oh, Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy. fucking love it. Have you heard the one version? I've heard all. But they had a roadie sing it. They had a roadie and some other band sing it. Um, Oh, like... uh, No, I haven't heard that. Cowboy song. It's by by like the uh, fucking... 
Um, God damn it. Hold on. I can tell you right now. Talk for a second, Burns. So you're going to want to get uh, a couple albums. The lead singer's got a few solo ones that you might be able to find. How is the new uh, the new Amiibo? You just got me real jealous. I haven't been yet. This is my first time. I'm excited. Where is it? It's right. It's like across the corner from the old Amiibo. Oh, see, I, I, I just can't. I can't. I can't picture it in my head. It's on Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. Well, I, I really missed out. And there's a new record store across the street from uh, the Los Feliz Three Golf Course. If you haven't checked that out. What? Yeah, Vince said that's brand new, which for me really got me in the ticker because that was walkable, and to be able to go to Los Feliz Three and Morrison and the record store in in a three point fucking checkoff is an absolute dream afternoon for me. We'll see. Maybe I'll come back sometime. I'll, I'll scoot on uh, over. Yeah, you, okay. It's okay. On Golden Smog. You ever heard of this band? No. On Golden Smog was this uh, Wilco slash Soul Asylum like project mm-hmm. in the early 90s, early mid 90s. I may have heard it. I mean, yeah. And they have the Cowboy song, but they had one of the roadies sing it. I'll just play it for a second because it's so fucking. <laughs> It's uh, it's really funny because his voice sucks so bad. Hold on. Does it suck uh, good or suck good bad or bad bad? Sucks, sucks sucks in the way that like if I tried to sing this song, <laughs> my hardest, um, and then somebody put it out onto a record where people could listen to it. Here you go. He sings it all. Wow. So this would be my dream to do this. I am just a cowboy. Perfection. Perfection. I mean, that's. Hold on, wait for him to really get rocking. As I ride out on an uncertain sundown. Changing words, taking liberty with it. Oh, that fucking rules. Yeah, man, on Golden Smog. Check them out. Dude, they have other really dope songs, uh, but that was that one's just really fun. I'll add that. That's incredible. Favorite song it's ever. Good. Favorite song. Yeah. Ever. Uh Burns, it's great to see you, man. We got we, we gotta we gotta we gotta rip through a power tube real quick because I gotta I gotta I gotta uh, I gotta vent. We don't have to we don't have to lean on them. Have you watched Val on Amazon yet, Brooks? I haven't seen anything. I wa- I did the thing that you uh, I did the thing where I watched like 40 pilots, you know, just getting in the groove of how to So I spent the last month watching just pilots of every show. So I haven't seen anything new um at all. Not even like the movies that made us didn't even catch me. Oh, well well, I'll give you these suggestions then. Val Kilmer's documentary Oh, I want to see it. It is so good. It makes you love him. 
very much uh, uh, a homegrown type of uh, like Trevor Moore dude who made these little films from when he was a teenager and like just never, ever stopped. He is not like some Hollywood hotshot who like took a nosedive. He's an incredible, artistic, thoughtful, gentle human being. You, you got to check it out. You love him. Uh, Hard Knocks premiered on Tuesday. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Lots of fun. Way better. Like, they've had some stinker seasons. This one is really, really good. And uh, Malice at the Palace about the- Oh, I saw that came out. It, I just saw that came out. It is uh, It is hot fire. It's not too you long. Know- it's not a big, drawn-out thing. It's just like an hour and change. Ooh, wee, is it good. And I sided with gotta- Indiana. I sided with Indiana. Sorry. I've, I've got a controversial take that I don't think is too controversial. That Woodstock doc- fucking sucked the one about woodstock 99 was a goddamn snooze it was boring it was lazy i hated it they fucking tried to put today's like uh, right. bullshit into 1999 they're like it's just a bunch of angry rich white guys i'm like um yeah that's because you put them in an airfield and you had rage against the machine fucking uh limp biscuit yeah. god i don't think system of a down was there but some metallica or whatever mega death you played the most angry music in the world for these people don't have some grand scale of the, what the problem was the problem was you booked a fucking crazy mean festival you gave everybody candles there's right. nothing else right right and they put this weird spin on that you could have just you could have done a documentary that was all about how it's bad or all about just nostalgia but they tried to force the two together i didn't think it sucked i still enjoyed it what it did get me into brooks is uh listening to limp biscuit again because holy shit it got it, it gave me a feeling and then they had that live woodstock from chicago on hulu and with Fred Durst and everyone's talking about how he's got red glass. He looks different now. I'm like, yeah, it was like fucking 30 years ago. Of course he looks he different. He looks pretty good. He looks way better than I... You know who doesn't look great? Uh, Dexter from The Offspring. That's what I thought Fred Durst would look like. Yeah, Fred De- Durst at least looks kind of cool. Dexter's, Dexter's a little puff. He's uh, also like doesn't look like a lot of health is being taken care of. But that fucking performance on that hulu and i'm sure you can look it up it's on it's on youtube somewhere limp biscuit performing at uh that that latest uh uh woodstock or whatever the fuck they called it is it's it's great fucking i gotta check it out that give me something to break shit i think and then i'll and then i'll let you go we'll wrap it up i think that now because of everyone's frustration about this that and the other at all times now it is the most applicable time for angsty, angry music, break stuff feels like 2021. It feels just like right now. It feels like fucking, it sucks and fuck you and try to fuck me over and you fuck off and it's angry, angry. I got a fucking chainsaw. I got a fucking chainsaw. It's, 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 it's so much fun. So I loaded up my gym playlist with Lip Biscuit. So now, yeah, I am a, I'm an angry middle-aged white guy, uh, Getting jacked at Planet Fatness to Limp Biscuit. I mean, dude, their Mission Impossible 2 theme fucking rocks. Sure it does. Great. Yeah, a lot of fun. Brooks, thank you for joining. Pleasure as always. 
Nice. Very catch. fun. Let's do it again next month. It's great to see you, Mike. Tell everybody hi. And if I don't see you before the Guns N' Roses concert, it was great knowing you. I'm sure you'll get some picks. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. What'd you say? Bye, Mike. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. <laughs> Bye, Mike. <laughs> Damn it. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. This all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights. Rocking the Winston lights. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes. I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.